Not in an individual sort of way. Bright red hair, cut short and pageboyish. Eyes deep, striking green. Lips thin but promising. Oh, yes, he liked her. He wouldn't have accepted her invitation otherwise. He fished about in the dish for a piece of broccoli that wouldn't break into a thousand pieces as he tried to manoeuvre it onto his plate. Gorgeous food, Rian, said the bookseller. And Rian smiled, accepting the remark, her face reddening slightly. That was all it took, John. That was all you had to say to make this girl happy. But in his mouth, he knew it would come out sounding sarcastic. His tone of voice was not something he could suddenly throw off like a piece of clothing. It was part of him, nurtured over a course of years. So when the lecturer agreed with the bookseller, all John Rebus did was smile and nod. The smile too fixed, the nod going on a second or two too long, so that they were all looking at him again. The piece of broccoli snapped into two neat halves above his plate and splattered onto the tablecloth. Shite, he said, knowing as the word escaped his lips that it was not quite appropriate, not quite the right word for the occasion. Well, what was he, a man or a thesaurus? Sorry, he said. Couldn't be helped, said Rian. My God, her voice was cold. It was the perfect end to a perfect weekend. He'd gone shopping on Saturday, ostensibly for a suit to wear tonight, but had balked at the prices, and bought some books instead, one of which was intended as a gift to Rian. Dr. Shivago. But then he'd decided he'd like to read it himself first, and so had brought flowers and chocolates instead forgetting her aversion to lilies. Had he known in the first place? And the diet she was in the throes of starting? Damn! And to cap it all, he tried a new church this morning, another Church of Scotland offering, not too far from his flat. The last one he tried had seemed unbearably cold, promising nothing but sin and repentance, but this latest church had been the oppressive opposite, all love and joy, and what was there to forgive anyway? So he'd sung the hymns, then buggered off, leaving the minister with a handshake at the door and a promise of future attendance. More wine, John? This was the bookseller, proffering the bottle he'd brought himself. It wasn't a bad little wine, actually, but the bookseller had talked about it with such unremitting pride that Rebus felt obliged to decline. The man frowned, but then was cheered to find this refusal left all the more for himself. He replenished his glass with vigour. Cheers, he said. The conversation returned to how busy Edinburgh seemed these days. Here was something with which Rebus could agree. This being the end of May, the tourists were almost in season. But there was more to it than that. If anyone had told him five years ago that in 1989 people would be emigrating north from the south of England to the Lothians, he'd have laughed out loud. Now it was a fact and a fit topic for the dinner-table. Later, much later, the couple having departed, Rebus helped Rian with the dishes. "'What was wrong with you?' she said. But all he could think about was the minister's handshake, that confident grip which bespoke assurances of an afterlife. "'Nothing,' he said. "'Let's leave these till morning.' Rian stared at the kitchen, counting the used pots, the half-eaten lobster carcasses, the wine glasses smudged with grease. Okay, she said, 
What did you have in mind instead? He raised his eyebrows slowly, then brought them down low over his eyes. His lips broadened into a smile, which had about it a touch of the leer. She became coy. Why, Inspector, she said, is that supposed to be some kind of a clue? Here's another, he said, lunging at her, hugging her to him, his face buried in her neck. She squealed, clenched fists beating against his back. Police brutality, she gasped. Help, please help. Yes, madam, he inquired, carrying her by the waist out of the kitchen, towards where the bedroom and the end of the weekend waited in shadow. Late evening at a building site on the outskirts of Edinburgh. The contract was for the construction of an office development. A 15-foot-high fence separated...